Today's episode is sponsored by one of my favorite rap labels, Front Row Regal. Started by my good friend Rock City Mark, legendary rapper Ito, and Jay Rios, they are the go-to for real hip-hop. Make sure to check out the whole team, including DJ Duop, Jay Black, Nice to Future, Boo Boo the Prince, Reno RX, and Uop Diggs. Follow Front Row Regal on all platforms and check out the new New York by Ito and DJ Duop out now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, Sam Buck. Hello. I was getting dressed today. Yeah. And I got a question for you. Let's go. Is it okay to wear Kanye merch? Kanye <laughs> merch? Of course. Are you kidding okay. me? If anything, I have the, like I have the Kanye shirt on, and no, I just don't know if it's okay to wear Kanye merch again. <laughs> as long as you aren't throwing up the hail, it's great. But also, <laughs> it's really like now you can get it on discount, so more people are wearing it. I feel like mm. so it could be kind of like the Shaq shoes. You remember Shaq tried to make <laughs> yeah. like cheap shoes that were accessible for young people at Walmart. Yeah, and everyone thought that shit was whack. I mean, but then again, Champion came from Walmart, and now you got to go to Eblins to get that. They cranked the price up on it, man. That's I was given the day Kanye got canceled. I was doing a show, <laughs> and I was given a bunch of free pairs of Yeezys. <laughs> Because <laughs> they so, dude, saw, yeah, he got the call ahead of time. He was like, "I gotta off this shit now, bro, man." We guy, get some clout with Sam. Let's get him these things before he knows what happens. I was wearing Yeezys on stage, and I get off stage, and this guy comes up to me, and he's like, "Are you Jewish?" Oh, and I'm like, "No." And he's like, well, you were really funny, so I have yeah, these pairs. Yeah. He's like, I was literally going to burn these, yeah. but I'll give them to you. Yeah, I guess that's kind of like a full circle. Like, I'm trying to make up for what Kanye did by giving you more of his stuff. I know there's a lot of people that say they'll avoid uh, Volkswagens, BMWs, and Mercedes-Benz, like, even if they get large sums of money because of the original connections. But if you want to think about it that way, you can go all the way back to... Puma, Adidas, all those brands were actually made by Nazis. Really? Way back in Europe, yeah. And it's rough. Is that they're, true? Yeah, they're two I didn't brothers. Know about- <laughs> and they're Doc Martens. You know every like dyed hair girl that wears Doc Martens and is a political activist. Made by were- a Nazi that twisted his fucking ankle in the trenches in World War One. <laughs> he needed to redesign and make new boots that suited his feet better. Invented the Doc Martin. That's crazy. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> the, the Nazis. The Nazis did a lot, and I, I'm I don't just going to say that. I'm just leaving it at that <laughs> because did. I'm not trying to make this into. I'm so sorry, Sam. This is the worst step that I could have taken on the podcast. Goddamn, he did a lot of bad. I they don't did give a, a fuck about bad. the shoes. Yeah, you know what sucks though is like fuck. American cars suck. Oh, dude, it's a piece of. Actually, everyone and their mother's got a Ford Bronco right now, bro. I know it's, everyone I, wants I, I a Bronco. What happened two years ago? It's like they finally got far enough from the OJ thing. <laughs> OJ and promo, got TikTok like, and they're like, dude, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> when he said, if they close the golf courses for COVID, I'm going to get crazy. And everyone's like, how crazy, OJ? <laughs> we know how crazy you can get, OJ. God damn it. That's so funny. Dude, that would also be the best commercial you've seen in your entire life. They just got OJ Simpson to drive a Bronco. (laughs) (laughs) Are you trying to get away? I feel like we're back on the path of just wild shit can happen. 
dude, wild shit's happening every day, man. It's crazy. Like if I saw OJ doing a white Bronco, I'd be like, I get it. They know, they know it's going to sell. They know it's going to sell. Actually, my brother told me, I asked him like, I ask a lot of people like, Hey, what was the best day of your life? And he told me he went to New York city that day. He managed to see the world cup in person, like, you know, the soccer thing and touch it in person. But then he got tickets to Yankee stadium for about 10 bucks. And they put OJ on the jumbotron during the chase in Yankee stadium on the giant fucking thing. So he saw that live at a Yankee game. I thought that shit was sick. That's so fun. I like that your brother went to a soccer, the soccer thing and baseball. Oh no. And he was like, yeah, I got a train ticket for 17 bucks down there. And he's a sports guy. And it's just awesome that he was alive for that. I don't know. Like a train ticket to get into New York now is like fucking 90, a hundred bucks, bro. I drove all the way down to Bridgeport to catch like a quick thing. I just didn't want to park in New York city is the fucking worst driving in the city is the worst thing Uh that can possibly happen. But, uh, Oh, (laughs) lights turned out on us. No, it's okay. We are literally in a garage. Everyone can tell. Yeah, Bar lighting is good for us though. You know what I'm saying? That's when it makes us a little more attractive. It's just like about (laughs) 10 feet away is the optimal picture length for me. You know what I'm saying? I like that. You think women are watching this podcast to find suitors. (laughs) (laughs) The only people watching this podcast are dudes that look like me or fatter. (laughs) No, uh, I believe it's probably aspiring comedians that don't want, like they are quite ready to take the plunge. So they're flirting with the idea through like watching us and living through it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of everyone I know that like is interesting and I'm excited doing podcasts and stuff. Do you listen to podcasts? I listen to Comedy Bang Bang. That's, that's the it. only podcast yeah. I, I listen, listen to. to the Doug Stanhope podcast and Fantasy Football Guys, and that's literally it. Other than that, nothing. It's I don't understand. I understand fantasy football. Yeah. Like, I get it, but sports just don't hit. That's why I was like, your brother went to a soccer thing. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Sports just... <laughs> And sports has gotten so intense recently ever oh, since yeah. DraftKings. Oh, dude, no. DraftKings <laughs> has made sports <laughs> volatile. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I, I can't imagine all the people wishing they were alive for this phase of sports betting so they could just be a D-Gen in a whole nother way. Do you way. sports bet? Uh, nah, I throw out a parlay now and then. Never that. Never bet more than like $100. <laughs> it's that's that's too much. You if know, what I I'm lose saying? money, I freak the fuck out. So I hated sports for a long time until I got to about like sophomore year. Of so high you school. started missing your dad. <laughs> dad don't care about sports either. <laughs> yes, I needed a father figure, and they were doing so good. Tom Brady's so consistent, man. Oh, I had a bit about uh, Tom Brady being everyone in Massachusetts' father figure. That's why you can't bash him in front of them. They get really pissed off. That's pretty. Yeah, I pulled that shit in midway. They did not like me. But one guy who's a Giants fan was like, fuck yeah, man, fuck Tom Brady. He's annoying. You should be out there crushing beers. Like you can't, you can't try too hard at things or it seems a little annoying, but sorry. I got into sports because I realized having like surface level, non-deep conversations with people are so much easier when you can be like, oh yeah, what sports team you like? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like if you're talking to a waiter or some bullshit, like a conversation that's not really going to like lead anywhere. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I don't want to. Talk about hopes and dreams. Catch that game last night. Oh, my God. Work conversations and food service. Man, of course I talk about sports all fucking day, man. See, I'm one day, one day not smoking weed. Oh, and yeah, I have, yeah, yeah, And I have a weed pen. I've been hitting the weed pen. That <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I'm so excited. But weed was that thing for me. Yeah, exactly. You, can, you don't have to talk to people. You just be like, you want to smoke? And then yeah, that's, exactly. the, that's your social interaction for the day. Bro, how many people I know that are just on, like, any dating app and they're just 
just like, you want to grab a drink, you want to smoke some weed, you want to grab a drink, you want to smoke some weed. And that's it because that's what a lot of social interaction was when we were in fucking high school. It's crazy, but I can't wait for you to get a little deeper into the no smoking weed thing. I'm not hearing myself in my headphones for a moment. Is that? Oh, is it the cord? I don't know. I have no clue. Do you not hear yourself anymore? No, 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 no. I'm good. All right. It's like M. Night Shyamalan starts directing your dreams as soon as you, <laughs> as soon as you really? stop smoking weed, bro. Shit gets intense and vivid, and there's twists and turns. The same thing happened. I started taking like melatonin to fall asleep instead of because I stopped smoking weed. First of all, you're gonna be up all night, man. You better start like <laughs> you're gonna you can become one of those 12 a.m. gym guys or bro. Just I was get tired ready to fill all the time. time. <laughs> I was tired all the time. Like that's why I quit. Is like were you like? I smoke so much weed that me hitting the weed pen is me not smoking. (laughs) You ever meet people that are so good at being sober, they can drink and do drugs sometimes? (laughs) I was up to like two ounces a week. Jesus Christ. Wow. Do you do it just, is it like blunts or joints? Uh, Joints. Those are inefficient ways. Just joints. Yeah, I would just smoke cannons the whole time. Yeah, I grabbed a quarter and I was just ripping it through a bong and I was like, wow, this shit's lasted me two weeks because bongs just suck and it's not pleasant. You know what I'm saying? And they taste horrible. It's just one vivid hit. I cough up my lung for like two minutes and I'm like, I'm not hitting that shit again for like 30 minutes. Let's go do something. And you can never clean a bong fully. Yeah. Like the only good hit from a bong is the first hit after you bought oh, it dude and then every- the second you clean it just tastes like dish detergent and yeah. fucking everyone's got their own method too like i met people that poured like nail polish remover into that shit hot water and salt works okay but i threw that bong out as soon as i was done with it just because i was house sitting and i wanted something to do when i was there but oh god let me uh, tell you about my night last night oh i'm we're sorry going yeah, on yeah, so yeah, many I, tangents I'm just like yeah we we're talking about cars and we we're talking about weed yeah and everything in our conversation Leads up to this story. All right, go for it. Last night, I went to New York. As one does. As one does for a album listening thing. On my way back, I got there. I smoked some weed at the album listening party. Yeah. Whatever. I was like, I had to. California sober. Exactly. (laughs) I'm driving home, and we're in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. And my tire, like, explodes (laughs) on the Bronx Highway. The worst place possible, man. Like You know uh, when it's like my car will say the air amounts. So it literally within 15 seconds went down to zero. So it was like... It was like full, and then the light went on. I went to see it, and it was zero. You know, actually, when your tire pops, you're supposed to drive faster because it kind of takes the weight of the car off of the rim. Oh, really? Yeah. So, because I needed you, you there less. Yeah, exactly. Just bring me next time you're in the Bronx, actually. It's, <laughs> uh. So, we, we break down. Thank God there's an exit, like, right there. Yeah. So, I'm like, all right, I'm going to drive. Mm-hmm. If I hear my rim scrape, I'm going to stop. But exactly. I'm just going to drive up this ramp and just get off yeah. the fucking Bronx Highway. So, I get up off of it. And when I say we're in, like... The hood of the Bronx. <laughs> Me and my boy shout out uh, thousand words. We're in like the hood yeah. of the Bronx, and there's this gas station. <laughs> but it's one of those gas stations that's like they hold the gas station up. They're holding the people there. Yeah, exactly. Up. Like solid plexiglass between you <laughs> yeah. and them. Like get and your I'm high for the yeah. first time oh, in three yeah. days, which isn't a lot. But when you smoke a lot, you're oh, just like God. anxious. Yeah. 
And people, like, they're fiends, like, standing on oh, the yeah. other side of the Dude, street just, just staring at us trying to fix it. Just driving in New York in general is insane. Like, because I saw exit ramps with two lanes and a homeless guy standing in the middle of that exit ramp oh. just with a sign going for that shit, bro. And just high-speed chases, just the shit that could happen. But thank God your car wasn't drivable or they'd try and take it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up out there, man. Bro, so we get there, and then I try to use... Are you good with cars? Fuck no. I'm it's, not that's good That's why AAA all. exists, but if you tell them you're in the Bronx, they might not want to pull <laughs> up on you. <laughs> I call AAA, and literally, they're like, where are you? And I tell them, and they're like, all right, we'll send someone out in an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, and bro. It just feels We're going like, for to take the other three tires. You never we'll see the there. horror movies where they're like, we just have to make yeah, it. Yeah, we just need to we survive We just need to now. make it to dawn. Yeah. That's how it felt. And uh, then, so my boy and I, were sitting in the car. We're waiting. And there's nothing to do nearby. You ain't got like a No, bar. we have to watch the car. Like, oh, yeah, we have shit. to watch the car. There's fiends standing. We saw a dude, an 18-wheeler pull up, mm-hmm. and then a van pull up next to it, and a yeah. dude unload shit from the 18-wheeler into oh, the yeah. van at Clearly. a gas station oh, yeah. in it the fell, bro- yeah. like, It fell off a truck. This is the act of larceny <laughs> this happening. Isn't like a this business. is real life. This isn't like a business. is like, okay, at 3 a.m. in the Bronx <laughs> in Co-op City, yes. you are going to transfer boxes from we this 18-wheeler. We can steal this much from the storage container and still get our check when we get there, okay? And that's all profit on that shit you stole right there. We it's some beautiful. crazy shit. So my boy and I were just sitting in this car, mm-hmm. and this fucking this car, this big beat up like black SUV, pulls up and blocks us in. Oh god! And we're like, god, like That's, time, okay, here like, it is. It's all I did. It's been a fun exactly. ride. Yeah. And the guy comes out and he's like, triple A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, bro. What? They sent the low key AAA truck. <laughs> Bronx AAA. They got all the carburetors in there. They don't want no one knowing about it. Just a dude in a beat up SUV. <laughs> and you know the look of like another grown man looks at you yeah. and they're like, you don't know how to change a tire. Oh, yeah. Sorry, man. I'm a podcast guy. I don't have acclable <laughs> yeah. skills. I'm out here trying to make people laugh and shit. It takes... You try and do a mic. Change and then a tire. I didn't, you know have, I didn't have any cash to give them. Oh, God. So I just gave them weed. That's a good deal, though. That's a good That's deal. That's solid because those guys love weed. But it's also... The position's so awkward because I've heard of, like, locksmiths. People trying to tow your car. Like... All those people like, all right, give me all the cash in your wallet right now and I'll let you back into your house. Like really? it's just such a weird like dynamic because they hold all the power unless you want to kick down your own door. A locksmith shouldn't be a real job. I don't know what would be the alternative, but I, like <laughs> there should not be a dude it's just an yeah, old creepy break, dude yeah. who's definitely on a sex who's offender got, list. And also somewhere. got a copy of your keys. That can get into any house or any <laughs> car. Out. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's like lockpicking kicks are illegal, I'm pretty sure, in most states. Like, you can't just order that shit online. But it's also, I feel like they're just burglars that, like, moonlight with, like, a legit thing to try and pay taxes oh, on all the yeah, shit they're they fencing. Do. You know what I'm saying? You got to find these side hustles. And I feel like ignorance, like... We're all way dumber than we think we are. Yeah. As humans. Oh, yeah. We all assume our potential is higher than probably where we're sitting. You know what I'm saying? Or we all think that, like, everyone's good, everyone's just, and that 
oh, well, I'm not learning how to scam people, so oh, other yeah, people exactly. aren't. But it's like, it's so easy to fall for an internet scam. Oh my gosh, bro. I remember- The text from Amazon, and you're just like, oh, click the link. And then you're like, no! Fuck. No, no, no. Advertisements, when I'm scrolling on Twitter, and they strategically place them between two tweets, so you're when you move to scroll, you accidentally click it, opened. Now yeah. they're saying your phone's got viruses. Facebook now has the shit with like- like uh, political campaigns where they'll like you click on it by accident and then they message you. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're like, so you're interested in Bernie now. But uh, the p- yeah. the point of that is like anyone can learn to pick locks. Oh yeah, exactly. It's like just it's a probably skill you can so easy. Yeah, and then fuck, I'd lock every door in my house and just keep practicing. You know what I mean? <laughs> but. <laughs> Bank vaults, you can't pick that shit. Safes. I remember my friend locked himself out of his safe one time. We tried doing our whole, like, GTA, pick the lock. No, like Skyrim or, like, or Fallout 3 <laughs> when you're, like, doing the little bobby pin and you shit. put the ear up to oh, it. yeah, bro. <laughs> that shit didn't happen. You know what got that safe open? It was about, like, four good hits with a sledgehammer. You are the, that is the same mentality yeah. as the guy who's like, I'll just get up on stage and be funny. Oh god! <laughs> like that. Sometimes it, it works. Doesn't matter. Sometimes it works. It doesn't matter what the skill is. You yep. gotta practice it before you try it in the oh field. Oh my gosh! Doesn't yeah. matter if it's lock picking yeah. or playing the guitar First, or telling yeah. jokes. Look yourself in the mirror and tell a few jokes and see if you can. Uh, it's such a cruel thing we chose. Why did you, so who was the, like, what was your first impact on comedy? What was the first comedian you can kind of remember, like, forming? Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. I've never heard that name in you my do, fucking You don't life. know who Jim Gaffigan like, is? Does he have a, can you like describe the, I'm bad with names and He's shit. like super pale. He has the hot pockets. That joke. It's <laughs> no. like a so hella famous joke. Dude, I've never heard He's of that so, guy. That's so crazy that you have it. So my parents took me to see him on my like 10th birthday. Oh, so your first experience was like 10 years old to a comedy show. And it wasn't nuts. clean. He was like kind of clean. Yeah. But you know, he's like kind of clean oh. in the way that like... <laughs> He's yeah. not talking about, like, butt fucking. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, but if he drops, like, the word fuck or cunt in there, you're with your parents and it's just insane. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, mom, dad, you just said that word we're not supposed to say. <laughs> God damn, that's crazy. He's getting paid for this? So I was 10 yeah. and I got to see that and I bought his CD and he wrote on the CD, like, to Sam Buck, my best friend. <laughs> and that's, like, my first, like. And that's what. How about that, you? Oh, dude. Uh, it was a iPod classic. I believe it was my brother. Let me listen to his iPod cause I'd get bored. And it was Norman Rockwell's bleeding. It was Christopher Titus who he's more of a storyteller than a comedian, but yeah, that was the first one and it was solid, but I listened to it over and over and over cause I just, the energy was there. It was kind of in the same vein as like Dane cook when it was like the punchlines yelling. Yeah. This is when you laugh and you get your Titus reaction. Yell a lot. a lot. Yeah. But it's passion. It's energy. And I was just a spastic kid. So I was yelling a lot too. So I was like, yes, the parallel. And I was like, wait, they, they gave, they gave this guy a TV show on Fox. Yeah. For like three seasons. He made money doing this. So that was my first impact. And then after he showed me, uh, I was driving with my brother somewhere. He put on, Doug Stanhope before turning the gun on himself. What? Yeah, the first two comedians are Doug Stanhope and Christopher Titus. That's it. That's literally it. And then I literally... That's why you have a city morgue hoodie Oh, yeah. It's dark, (laughs) profane, and disgusting. (laughs) Like, edgelord comedy. But it's also... After that, it just... My brain exploded. And then I found, like, every Doug Stanhope thing I could find, which was good. Um... David Cross was probably the first comic I saw live that I was actually a fan of. He was really? solid. It was at Foxwoods. And it's also kind of a polar opposite from That's, the other two guys yeah. I'm into. Very angry, too. Oh, but 
David Cross? David Cross yeah, is very angry. But he's also, all of his film is so dignified and calm. Like, it's really peaceful. Mr. Show with Bob and David, dude, I, I'm so mad at streaming services because you used to be able to get every single episode of Mr. Show on YouTube, bro, back to back, and now all I can get is clips. Well, I don't know if you know that, but do you know Comedy Bang Bang at all? No. The host, Scott Aukerman, was the head writer on Mr. Show. No shit. And he does, he interviews people that play characters, but he interviews them seriously. <laughs> and it's so funny. So like, so like a dude will play. He's trying to force them to break character and he's just like exactly. aggressively. So he's diving into like the lore of the character Exa- that they're playing and, and shit like that. To a point where like they are oh. freaking out, but it's so good. It's fucking And awesome. the head writer was Mr. Show. And that's the thing is like, it's funny. You almost like want to create the comedian you want to be. Yeah. But also, you're so influenced that you kind of don't get That's to choose. You, you, know you don't get saying? to like, choose. Yeah, and also, your voice isn't their voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, Christopher Titus was selling his family experiences. My family experience wasn't his. I didn't have, like, a drunk dr- father I'm driving to his mom's parole hearing. Like, all those punchlines aren't going to work for me. I mean, sure, we all talk about our parents on stage. because yeah. it's. You ever go to, like, real therapy or is comedy kind of like therapy for I've you? Done com- I've done real therapy, yeah. and it just, I probably should do it again, but it was it's a bad okay. experience. He just- tried to get me to stop smoking weed and start taking Adderall. And then yeah. I just started selling it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait. Oh, oh. oh, yes. We're going to bleed so that one out. Yeah, there we go. Therapy. Oh, yeah. Ever, yeah therapy and selling Thera- methamphetamines. Oh, high school. Oh, SATs. But like, all right. Yeah. Like, when I really started loving comedy, I loved people like Doug Benson. Ooh, and I loved, yeah. like, dumb, funny comedy. No, yeah, just. So now when I'm like, ooh, I want to write all these, like, really smart like high concept ideas. But it's like that's not what I am. Yeah, you know what like, I mean? Like I might enjoy that, but that's just not who I am. It's also it kind of brings me to like I really like Mick Jenkins and like Vic Mensa and that whole like save money thing. I don't know if they're still save money. They moved on, but I feel like Mick Jenkins was more conscious rapper and Vic Mensa was more like kind of happy go lucky almost dance club music. But as he tried to like progress and be more conscious, he sort of lost his sound that kind of like yeah. I enjoyed from him. You know what I'm saying? That's the tough thing between rap and comedy. Yeah. With rap, what I realize in rappers is you have to bank on your momentum in the beginning. Oh, yeah. You just can't let up. You got to keep pounding on it. But you with know what comedy, I'm it's the long game. <sighs> like, rap isn't, rap's the long game. Like, yeah. you need to be in it for a long time. Oh, exactly. But once you blow, you need to use that momentum. Oh, exactly. In comedy, it's kind of like. It's a marathon. You just have to like, yeah, because it'll take 15 years and you'll be 40 when you make like rappers exactly. aren't really older unless like, it's the Griselda no, type. I remember you know? it was uh, I heard Vince Staples saying in an interview, he was like, you need to do this now and you need to relate to the people you can relate to right now. So you have lifelong fans. You know what I'm saying? Like you aren't going to appeal to like not everyone comes in at like J Electronica in their like later years and just taking over instantly. That doesn't happen. You got to tune in. You got to buy into the youth, bro. Young people that have money to fucking blow on this shit. Cause they don't have, but comedy's not that. No comedy's also funny because you can listen to a joke. You listen to a joke and you don't laugh. And then you can hear that guy tell that same joke later because it's just floating around in his subconscious. If you hear a song once and don't like it, you can hear it four more times, then you start liking it. It's just like pop hits and shit like that. But I don't know. I'm digressing. No, but I think rap isn't trying to teach, like, 
it's trying to teach you things, but it's not trying to tell you anything. Like, it's just your perception of whatever is being told. You're either enjoying it and learning or you're not. I see it as like comedy the, is worth telling. Like, yeah, no one wants to listen to a young person tell them about life. Oh yeah, because you they're know, like, you ain't like, lived for shit yet. But I really liked. Um, <laughs> oh gosh, it was a uh, Doug Stanhope had a great bit about that because it was just like comedy is hard because all my ideas have to go together and make sense. And then he slowly kind of degraded it into a song where he just kept saying the same words over and over and over. <laughs> it was fucking brilliant, but. Here we go, talking about rap. Well, music. Back to I had this question a minute oh, yeah, ago. Go Worst it. time that someone asked you to tell a joke. <laughs> Anytime someone asks me to tell a joke. <laughs> because then it gets back to kitchen humor and I only have a few like quick hitters. Let's see, uh what's the difference between jam and jelly? Oh what? You, you know that I did yeah, yeah, right, So yeah. we'll leave that for the we're gonna leave that one in the air. Do you have any like one line like it's <laughs> tough when people because I feel like I don't want to give a street joke. Oh, yeah, exactly. And it's it's amazing because as soon as you put me on the spot like that, my mind goes blank. Oh, blank. Because it's Empty. not. Yeah, because you can't Be just... funny, funny man. <laughs> I try to hide that I have a podcast to do comedy from everyone I meet in the street. It's great. It's like, so funny, though, because I did this once and it backfired so mm-hmm. bad that I can never do it again. Yeah. I was like, he was like, someone was like, yo, tell me a joke. Ooh. And it was a rapper. Yeah. And I was like, well, spit me a freestyle. And then they did. Yeah. And that, yeah, because and that shit was probably fire. And it was probably like, it was like, yeah, follow that bitch. It was, ben, it was the, Benny yeah. the Butcher. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Benny, so Sam Benny Buck asked me stepping to... into the Coliseum with Benny the Butcher in the art off. You can't art off people. You know what I'm saying? It's no, like, especially uh, people at the top of their game. Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by Infuse Productions. Anyone who likes good weed, good music, and good people needs to check out Infused Productions. And make sure to come to one of their upcoming shows, always featuring your favorite cannabis vendors and growers. Also, don't forget to come join the Grumpy Cup in Greenfield, Mass., July 8th and 9th for a comedy show, cannabis competition, barbecue competition, and exotic car show. Make sure to hit up Infuse Productions on IG, Facebook, or go to infuseproductions.com. That's I N F U Z E D productions.com. Or if you want to check out The Grumpy Cup, go to thegrumpycup.com. Let's get back into it. Dude. Uh, do, you, do you still get Starstruck? Yeah, I still like, do. Yeah, because I remember. I actually got to meet Vin Staples after a Mac Miller show. It's just some kid was like, yo, if you stand in this parking lot and yell at him, sometimes the artist will come out and meet you. <laughs> and, yeah. he, and he walks up and daps me up. I'm like 14 maybe. And he's like, yo, you want a picture or something? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm nervous. I don't want a picture with Vin Staples, one of my favorite rappers. <laughs> and it's just crazy because like, you feel like you squandered that opportunity, but still, it's the same. Like, I dapped up Maxo Cream at a fucking Suicide Boys show, too. Like, I love Maxo Cream. Oh, dude, so good. And his music. Oh, wait, the one at the Xfinity Center? In Brooklyn? No, oh, I no, went to no. Brooklyn. Oh, I was in New York for it. But also, his music's just grown because, like, if you listen to the early mixtapes, the energy was there. And now it's getting so much more introspective. Like, he's talking about, like, I can't write music without Adderall. I'm on Adderall for all of this. And, like, it's not a good substance. It's killing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like,. Adderall is this? Have you ever taken it? Uh, in high school, it was actually when I was in grade school. They said I wasn't going to learn to read without Adderall, and my dad was like, "Fuck that! Adderall is how they program people." So I didn't take it until high school, and I took it in high school and dropped twenty pounds. Couldn't sleep for shit, but I was focused. 
And uh, slowly that degrades into me helping my peers with their SATs, not by studying with them. But yeah, we're going to move right past. <laughs> but no. uh, Adderall, I don't know. I just stopped it. It was not for me. I don't like stimulants. I'm not a real. I want to go to sleep, bro. Everyone does cocaine and all these other bro, shits, bro. Yeah. I like relaxing, laughing at a movie that's stupid because I'm high and getting great quality sleep. See, I feel like the thing about quitting weed for me is I feel like I'm going to get boring. No. Well, it's as long as it's not your whole personality. Like if you become a gym guy they make the gym their whole personality and all you want to talk about is like PRs and how to get bigger. You can be a weed guy and just be like, Oh, well, Indica sativa, this, that, this is, this is how you can apply weed to your life. If you're trying to like sell it to people is when it gets boring and shitty. Like I liked weed before it was, I need sativa to clean my house. If I don't hit a sativa, first time you smoke, uh, in the industrial park in Middletown with my sister and her friend, it was a game. And then they handed me the roach. I hit it like five more times. I was like, this is awesome. My sister brought me back to her apartment. I was like, yo, I got 50 bucks. Let's get some more weed. And she's like, you're going home. <laughs> no more weed for you. Went home, ate a whole family sized bag of Doritos. And was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to run with this weed thing for a little while. Before that, I was like hardcore straight edge. I was like, no, nah, I don't want to dilute myself. I, I feel love- like every kid says they're straight edge. Yeah, I was that same way, but I was like, I was just a kid. Like, it would be Bro. weird if I was like, I love drugs. I've never done them, but, but it was I more love like, drugs. I like minor threat, the band. Like, you know oh. what I'm saying? I was like a big fan of that shit. Cause again, my brother influenced me on all this stuff. And I, oh yeah. Fucking strange. Awesome. Music's crazy. It's sick. It's an energy that I think it's Ian Mackay is his name. The guy that made a uh, minor threat and later uh Fugazi, I believe is what it's called. Bald guy, vegan, very interesting, but he kind of pioneered that whole movement out in like DC. But, like, hardcore music, I didn't get into rap until later. Like, I got to Rage Against the Machine and kind of reverse engineered their influences into getting into rap. What did you want your, like, what did you want to be doing? Like, what did you see your future as? At that age? Or just, like... I played bass. I wanted to be in a band. And then that slowly turned into, okay, I'd like to write books. And then I realized I'm shit with grammar and I talked well. So then it turned into comedy. And then, of course, there's the long stage of, like, I'm scared of what people think. I don't really want to pursue this. And then I actually got into a car accident, and I was like, well, should have died. Might as well start living. You know what, what I mean? What happened? Oh, no. I just, I totaled a car. I got knocked out and stuff like that. What happened? Like It was, I don't want to mention I got a DUI on your oh. podcast because I got it expunged from the record. Oh, well, hey, yeah. congratulations. Yeah, but now, now the whole world knows. But it's So I wrapped my car around a tree. I figured I probably should have died then. And then I realized I've been worrying about what people were thinking about me way too much. And I just need to get up and start doing the things. And my friend, Jordan, my best friend, my producer, he was right there with me. He was like, okay, well I wanted to do the first. It was the podcast to organize my ideas and basically figure out how to articulate what I'm talking about. Then it slowly turned into, okay, first open mic, of course, blackout drunk East Providence, then someone told me about a skew, and I've just kind of been hanging around a skew and bumming those mics ever yeah. since. I mean, isn't yeah. it weird how far you push yourself not to do the thing you actually want to do? Oh, because the amazing thing is, so many people, like, you'll ask them, Do you have a dream? And they don't. So if you have anything in your head, if you figure out that there's something you could see yourself doing or would be happy doing, the best credit you can do is just do it. You need to pursue that. You know but what I'm saying? Do you really think there's people without dreams? Maybe it's their mind gets wiped like when you ask me to tell you a joke and when you ask them or they're embarrassed. Bro, a lot of people like, 
It's like a mechanic wanting to be a ballerina, bro. Like you could full on say like, I didn't want to do comedy. I didn't want to do podcasts. I want to be a rapper deep down, but I could never tell anyone that. Yeah, no, I don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I feel that. And people are like, people made fun of me. People still make fun of me for the podcast, but like Dude. people made fun of me when I was starting like, oh, you're really going to talk to rappers. Oh yeah, and it's bro, like... they, they run out of shit to talk about after six months. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, like at first it's a novel concept hating on you, but then if you just stay consistent and keep doing it, you slowly gain more respect. And then they're like, oh wow, what was your podcast like this week? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I remember I told my friend Jamin I wanted to be a comedian. And the first thing he said to me was, well, you're ugly and not funny, man. <laughs> You're like, you should be a comedian. Yeah, that was good, man. That was solid. Timing was crazy on that one. Oh, dude, the funniest people I know, none of them, they all get their fix from just making regular people oh, laugh. Yeah. They comedians, don't want to be comedians. Comedians bro. are the least funny people because it's oh, like, my we're so unfunny that we need to force ourselves to oh, like, yeah. be funny as a skill. It's you like know? not that kind of funny. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, but okay. It's I got to like take the, my sweatshirt off. I'm sweating real quick. He's doing his job. Hey. Watch, I'm going to open this a crack oh, just wait, to wait, get wait. some air. Don't get the license plate. Or you can probably edit it out. Like, post I'm just getting some air in here. Oh. Fuck yeah, man. Oh, so you got anything you're plugging like recently besides needing a tire? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go plug my tire. Yeah, no, hey, hey, Town Fair. I know what of you works at Town Fair that listens to this podcast. I am going to go plug my tire yeah. after this. <laughs> no, <laughs> Are you plugging anything? Okay, so uh, Jordy, my best friend, makes music. Uh, he has a new video, Fishbowl, on YouTube. So J Jordy, J-O-R-D-Y-Y. My mom writes books. She's a published author, Donna Levesque, L-E-V-E-S-Q-U-E. That's going to be on Amazon mostly. Oh, God. I got to shout out every single person that's ever been You're on my podcast now. No, 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 no. Because like, I got to get this out of the way. So <laughs> shout out. Migs World, shout out Tyler Luke, shout out Ant, shout out Woody, a.k.a. Dreamcaster. Uh, fuck it, all of one team. Those people are cool. All the Juice Boys. Mark Little, we had a great conversation, probably the best interview I ever did. Oh, my podcast. I forgot, I have a podcast. Yeah, I was like, you're promoting everyone's <laughs> shit but your own. Yeah, so it's so much easier to like be like, yo, my friend's so good at this. Because when we look at ourselves, we're like... <laughs> hey, can you listen to your podcast? If I know the episode's good, I, I, I know when it was good or bad. First episode, I've listened to a few times because that's so fun. It's all piss and vinegar. You don't even know the, it's like people say you take comedy classes or you learn yourself. And when you're just stumbling around trying to figure it out yourself, that's kind of your own vision or your own lane. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're a painter and you can't do this, your handicap is going to make your own style. When you're holding yourself back with these certain things is going to make it your own. But no, I can't listen to my own podcast. Yeah, right? I want to. I want to. I Fight you on that idea of oh, you yeah. know when someone's good. What do you mean? Because you know what you would enjoy oh, from yeah. a podcast, but what, what people other like, people yeah. enjoy from you is so much different than what you enjoy from yourself. You know that is very valid, and it's also it's just like doing bits and like or. Every movie star says it's one movie for them, one movie for me. Yeah. Back and forth, man. And it's just, oh, it's like, like being in a, in a relationship. It's like what we were talking about oh, before. Dude. It's like, you don't, you only see from your eyes, mm -hmm. but then you have to be, you see your reflection. Yeah. And it's you're also, like, they're bringing their own thing. So how you process their trauma and they process your trauma. It's all very serious stuff, man. And, and everyone thinks they're right. Oh yeah. But then you realize when you have two people or that 
you're not right because they think <laughs> they're right. You think you're right. Yep. And then there's, it's always something in the middle. So the scariest thing about a relationship is people rushing into them because they aren't actually ready because trust me, there's a bunch of people on dating apps that just want another person to gratify them. They just want to use you as a resource to make you happy. You know what I'm saying? When what it's supposed to be is you love yourself and you're attracted to this other person and you like talking to them and spending time with them. And you guys can exchange that love yeah. that you both have for yourselves with each other because everyone's out here like nervously needing energy, needing gratification. Share your location with me. Where are you all the time? Oh yeah, bro. Being in a relationship in this day and age is fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. I was I, I was letting you go on your tangent. No, I'm I like sorry. That. I'm sorry. But I like, liked that. <laughs> it's crazy. No, because again, there's selfish people. There's people that oh, you got a place to stay. If we date for a few months, I can move into your house. Oh, you got a pool. Oh, you got a boat. Yeah. Oh, you're kind of funny at open mics. Maybe I could steal a few bits. <laughs> you brought girls to open mics? Uh, I did bring a girl to open mics. <laughs> I brought maybe one or two. It's it just usually rough. does. It, it, that's oh not what gosh, that's yeah. not what comedy really is. Oh, yeah, no. Comedy isn't an open mic. An open comics, mic is kind of like torture to get you to keep doing comedy. Oh, my God. Like, people think comics get laid because of Pete Davidson, bro. Comics don't really get pussy. We just want attention. We can't even get as far as having <laughs> sex and all that kind of stuff. We just want attention if you laugh at us and acknowledge us for a moment. Line cooks get pussy. Line, Line cooks, get... bro. Trust me. Talk to one. If you work at Chili's. Yeah, bro. Again. Applebee's. Yeah. I got Applebee's. like three kids, man. I got a baby. Oh, thing. yeah. Like, you know every what I'm every all... single mom because has they... to work at Applebee's <laughs> at least once in their life. No, and it's also like, because they don't care. They're not after the gratification, man. I don't know why that light keeps turning off. There's a ghost. Do you I, believe in ghosts? I'm changing subjects. Uh, I believe that like time is kind of linear and that like we're all existing on the same plane. So like if we see an energy, it could be like, so someone could come into this garage late at night and high and they see me and you making a podcast just like a figment of like the, our energy being here previously. Is that weird? Does that make sense? I don't think <laughs> I no, get the sentiment of it, but I don't think anyone's ever going to walk into this garage <laughs> and see like, two, see oh two yeah. ghosts, see two, two ghosts podcasting. Doing, oh my gosh. <laughs> Talking about open mic comedy. Well, <laughs> I mean, have you ever had like a supernatural experience? First of all, I talked to a guy that was doing ghost hunting shit freelance and he was like, you look for something, you'll find it. I wear a crucifix everywhere I go now. <laughs> yeah, but... See, no. When I was a kid, I lived in a wicked old house. Oh, and yeah. it was, like, old and scary. And mm -hmm. it was an apart apartment. They turned, like, an old house into yeah. apartments. And I swore I saw ghosts. But I also could have just been, like, a scared kid. Oh, yeah, because... Well, they also say kids are more in tune with that supernatural stuff because we're all, like, basically our brains are on full blast. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, wow, ghosts. How about Bigfoot? Could be some kind of like big ape out there, but uh, we would have seen him. The Loch Ness monster. Did it exist, or does it still exist? <laughs> That's the least believable. The Loch Ness monster. The Loch Ness monster. That there's. I gotta believe giant. in Nessie, man. It's fun. <laughs> you gotta give it a least. chance. That's the Where's least. your sense of wonderment, man? Like, <laughs> how about aliens? How do you feel about aliens? No. You don't believe aliens? <laughs> no. Nah. Uh that's like a big thing. Well, I would okay. feel like within the next 50 years, we will really find out if there's aliens They've been saying not. that every 50 years for the last like 200 years. There's you haven't also, been alive for 200 years. No, but there's also conspiracies that say that all of our advanced technology is from aliens. They got locked up. 
Like they say that all of these like microchips and LED lights, God, I hate LED lights, but they're all made What's by aliens. They got like, What's your problem with LED lights? They're great when you have them and suck when you're driving by someone that has them. Mm. It's like being blackout drunk. It's great when you're experiencing it, but if you have someone else near you that is blackout drunk, it's everyone else's problem, bro. Bright <laughs> LED lights can see everything, but fucking blinding us. It's the opposite us. of those red glasses. Because oh, the red yeah. glasses look cool, but then you put them on and yeah. you think you're oh, they're in not the- safe driving the whole time here i was just thinking like yeah man if i got to an accident it's all my fault because these red fucking glasses. why didn't you just take them off because i had to be ready for the sandbook but i had to make the dramatic entrance with the red matrix take, glasses take yeah. Them off. yeah it's um i mean do you have any good luck charms do you have any like rituals you do mm. like I, I wear this chain before i like do most things i care about really why uh jordan made it he made about 50 of them I bought three. I tried wearing three chains at once, bro. It feels like I'm getting fucking choked. I thought you were a rapper. Yeah. yeah, man. Hey, comedians can wear chains too. You got? Do you, do you, are you a jewelry guy? Do you no, have a jewelry? Not, no, no, no I'm not damn. a jewelry guy. I don't know. I couldn't do like I don't even like watches. Uh, yeah. Do you think a comedian could be taken seriously if they got on stage with hella chains? I don't think so. I mean, Al, what's his name? Uh, Al Christakis. Al bro, yeah. first time I saw him late at night at a skew, bro pulls up in like a fur jacket and i'm like oh man this guy's goofy as hell i can't wait to watch him bomb gets up there murders and then i realize fuck we're all clowns and he's actually dressed for the job bro oh try to do God. try to dress cool isn't like doing it for us you know what i'm saying like, i used to take a lot of mushrooms and i had a show with him one time mm-hmm. and another comedian hilarious comedian sean duffy yeah and um i was like oh i'll take some mushrooms yeah exactly and go do the show the show gets canceled. <laughs> and Al loves comedy. So yeah. he got like really upset that the show was canceled. And we were right by um Fox Gillette Stadium, Foxborough Place. Yeah. So we're walking around Foxborough Place. I'm tripping. And he oh, has yeah. on the fur coat. Oh yeah. A little orphan Annie red wig. <laughs> And like a pimp cane or something. Oh my gosh. And you know when you're tripping and you're like, everyone's staring at me. Yeah, dude. And, and but now you like, actually have a beacon like, next to you that's everyone like, oh, is fuck. staring. I look like I brought the worst date to Gillette <laughs> Stadium. Like I got catfished. Fuck. You ever been catfished? No. I, I don't really like consort with too many internet people that I like plan on meeting in real life you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's more like oh cool you liked my tweet or retweeted you know what i'm saying i feel like you got to get like really deep to be like emotionally invested it's tough like i barely trust people i see in real life bro like <laughs> am i supposed to like not nah, just text coming through the internet Nah, i feel like it was a lot easier before like oh you could facetime and figure out if they're real or not really quick these days that was a really good tv show that catfish thing but I wanted to ask you, since you did mushrooms and psilocybin recently, did you do, like, major doses or, like, little doses? I've never done any, like, um, what do they call them? Heroes doses? Heroic doses, yeah. I've done maybe, like, uh, four grams over a night. Yeah. Like, Like just nibble a little bit, nibble a little bit. That was probably the most, but I did DMT, which was, like, pretty intense. Was it, like, as Joe Rogan described it? (laughs) Yeah, it is. How is that other lifetime that you did in 15 minutes? Uh, It wasn't even, like, another lifetime. I just saw Buddha. 
That's cool. That's, a, Buddha, that's like, a good deity to run into. He seems like one of the more chill ones. You and know Buddha like told me to like I started the podcast like the next week. So I feel no, like it's yeah, the rogue. It's, I feel like I'm like the Rogan origin story that yeah. I don't want to talk about. Exactly. You, know what I mean? yeah, you don't want to like, let him know that. Oh, oh th- there Buddha is a parallel. Told, to, Buddha the, told me to do a podcast. Yeah, bro. The DMT like, to podcast pipeline is very <laughs> real. But um, so I was watching a Ram Dass documentary and he was talking a lot about psilocybin and I realized like everyone I know that was telling me like mushrooms would solve most of my problems. They're like balding. <laughs> I think there's a psilocybin kind of like kills the hair up here. Don't look at my no, hair. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That I is a bad eyes. shot. You that know, is a bad shot. Know, I, was like, like, how many- I wish I could zoom in on your eyes because you know, like it's. Pr- I That's why felt, I should have kept the glasses. I on. felt like a beautiful woman for a second because uh, I was like, his eyes aren't on mine. <laughs> his eyes are going up. His eyes are going yeah, up. But, I mean, it's just like anything. You could use it to learn something, or you can use it for escapism. And if you keep running from shit, it's just going to keep chasing. I always you, think you know, about so. that with balding. I'm like, yeah. are there reasons for it, or is it just genetic? Because like I'm stressed out a lot. It's true, uh, uh, like, dude. I think yeah, video games. Like if you get angry at video games or like put yourself in these artificial situations, I think it, it's stress can do but it. But then bro. you see people who are like hella fat, yeah. hella unhealthy. And they have long, great gorgeous, hair. flowing hair. I think yeah. it's just, I think it's just fucking genetics. It's great. Oh, also, I remember like it's the worst thing you can say to a white guy is walk up and be like, "Hey, I see you pretty often, man. Is your hair going back?" Like you know oh. what I'm saying? Like I had a waitress in my job walk up to me and say that, and I was like, "Wow, that's like the equivalent of calling like a white guy the n word." Like you just attacked me and where I'm at. That's so fun. I never thought of that because I ruined a podcast once because I was, I watched these guys, this guy's music videos. Yeah. So the first question I asked him was like, yo, in your music videos, your hair gets better. <laughs> your hair gets better every music video. What, like, what's that deal? Yeah. And he literally was like. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. I was like, oh, no. I We're putting that bit out. I God damn. I wish you could say that dude's name because I'd love to look up all his videos. It's Clooner. Yeah. It's Clooner. Okay. He's, he's great. I Clooner. love Clooner. We're but... running through all. I'm going to go home and watch all of those and make a geographic thing of where his hair went. Because, yeah, LeBron's probably the most famous person that beat that bad hairline. But it's also, it's wild because these are not like, these are, they call them first world problems because they create these artificial needs like, you're supposed to just go with it and accept it. Like really fighting back and pouring time and money because they give you hair plugs. It's about 10 K I think off rip. And then you need to take, keep taking the supplement or they go bad. You got to re up bro. It's a yeah. treatment. It's not it's an ongoing thing. It's not just a one-time fix. And it's a lot about society and like this, they're just trying to milk us for everything they can get, man. Oh, it's, that's what I was talking about, about the ignorance and about how people like, uh, can make money on anything is really you just have to exploit a human's anxiety. Yeah. Oh, that's the easiest money. way to make a bag. Like think about the early scammers. Like we, you, you got to give me your credit card number right now, man. Someone's taking it. Someone's taking your credit card number right now. Tell me your last four year social. Boom. Yeah. They got your information just like that. And they exploit the elderly gullible people. Oh it's, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like fast food. Like I, I don't think I've in the past 10 years of my life mm-hmm. had McDonald's when it was light out. 
it's better in the dark, man. Well, I don't oh, think yeah. it is. No, I think no, at no, the you... end of the night, I'm just so like hungry, and I'm like, yeah. fuck, what's quick? What can I get now? And nah, it like you... ex- fast food exploits that feeling of like hunger, you know? You got to eat that fast food in the dark, man. Trust me. It's just, I go through that drive through like... I'm hitting the Burger King. Burger King's a nasty one. It's a nasty one by my house, too. I go in there. I'm desperate. I've hit every other fast food place already. Go there, get my food, pull over. You don't turn on the light when you eat it. That'll ruin the experience. You don't want to actually look at what you're about to do. You bring it you into just the shower. You're, just eating a, you're eating a fucking Whopper Dude. sitting down in the shower. And then every time I eat fast food, it documents itself with acne on my face. It's really great. That's how I know I'm depressed is when I sit down in the shower. Every time. Every Maybe time I'm always I depressed. No, like I, I often sit down in the shower and just go like, God, how did I get here? <laughs> what Fuck. do we need to talk? We'll tear this to a therapy session uh, But um, okay, I think I'm going to hell over fast food because, well, first of all, if they fuck up your order, you did something karmetically wrong because they can do it so easily. You know what I'm saying? But so I was really high and I was going to the drive through. It first I hit McDonald's. I get my order. They swipe my card. Hey, your car's declined. I was like, fuck, I don't have any other way to pay for this. And she's like, it's okay, baby. Just go take your food. And so I go there. I Did eat. you fuck a fast food no, worker? No, 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 no. This night. is just a random, <laughs> angry, tired fast food worker. So I'm high. I eat my food. And instead of thinking, wow, what a great good deed that woman did for me, I thought, Yeah, I wonder how many fast food places would do this because they don't care. They don't want to eat the food. So I hit every single fast food establishment. That's a McDonald's, a Wendy's, Taco Bell, and Burger King on my island that I live on. Every single one just gives you the food for free. But exploiting that to the wanks that I exploited, that is something I feel legitimately guilty for. I think I'm going to hell for that. For stealing? Yeah. You for did, stealing from you a corporation. Really See, if you had made a, if you had filmed it and made a TikTok about it, uh, about how to get free food. You know, how to get free food for McDonald's. Just walk in, say your DoorDash, and take it. Yeah, then you're good. Oh, uh, dude. I'm going to give you a scenario. Yes. And tell me what you would have done. Fuck yeah. I went to McDonald's. There we go. At like 3 a.m. after a show. Ooh. Ordered my food. $20 worth of McDonald's. What's your order? It's bad. And when I go out, it's bad. Quarter pounder. Fuck yeah. Extra pickles. I'm a big quarter pounder guy. Quarter pounder, extra pickles, 10 piece McNugget, and a filet fish. I'm a monster. Filet fish is the only thing that scared me, bro. The 10 piece and the quarter pounder, a large fry from, but the filet fish. I'm a monster. Yeah. So I order all that. Yeah, 3 a.m. 3 a.m. I'm it's one without a drive-through. So I have to you yeah. know you're you know you're down bad when you you go yeah. into McDonald's to get oh, the yeah. food. The drive-through is kind of like you can be like Oh, oh yeah. Really? This is so I convenient. Just, it's in and out. I just happened to take a wrong turn Whoops. and end up My here. car just ends up here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when you go into McDonald's Were you by yourself? By myself. Oh. Go into McDonald's oh. 3 a.m. Order it waiting for the food. The biggest cockroach I'd ever seen in my whole <laughs> life. I mean, this shit was like the size of a tennis ball. Fuck. Flies out of the kitchen. It <laughs> starts dive bombing oh. customers. <laughs> Do you Holy still eat your shit. food? No. 
I, I, I'm a germaphobic. I could not do that. <laughs> I remember the best one was I was. I at, did. Yeah. I did end up you eating. ate your food at three a.m. because you food. had to do it. I had to. I yeah. spent the money on that. Roach is a hard worker. <laughs> <laughs> but goddamn, no! I remember the it worst. Had the Travis Scott yeah. <laughs> cactus Jack McDonald's logo on its wing. <laughs> yeah, full advertising. It's like a Goodwill blimp flying around. But um, oh, the Roach discount. If you see a Roach, you get your meal for free. But the worst one was. I was sitting down getting breakfast with my friend. We're about halfway through eating our food. And then a cockroach through the dining hall just goes right by our table. But my friend's from New York and he plays no games. So he gets out and he just squishes it right next to our table. So now I'm standing there. No, I'm sitting there trying to eat my food with a squished cockroach like two feet from me. Yeah, Lonnie, you're you're real for that. And he ate all of his food with zero hesitation, doesn't staring at that guy. Yeah, doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. New York is different, man. We grew up different up here. Where are you from? You from Massachusetts? I'm from Massachusetts. Yeah. I'm from Massachusetts. Oh, I have one more McDonald's story. Go and then for it. I, I love McDonald's, I don't want to lose my this friend, train of yeah, My friend got mad at me because he was like, yo, when you interviewed that guy, asking someone their McDonald's order is not a fucking interview, bro. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You it do is. your podcast. It you can is. interview him however you want, bro. <laughs> I was fuck at um, a comedy show in Rhode Island. Love Rhode Island. Love Rhode Island. I was headlining a show. Rejects? No. Okay, no, sorry. No, I digress. No. Um, headlining a show and there was a McDonald's across the street. Yeah. And, um, one of the comedians went to go get McDonald's. Yeah. And then a friend of mine came to the show and I, he was like, Oh, where's the other comedian? I was like, Oh, he went to go get McDonald's there. And this dude looked at me like, he's like, he went to go get McDonald's there. He said, (sighs) he pulls up this viral video of that McDonald's in Rhode Island during the night when they're closed and someone's like holding the camera up to the window yeah. and there's rats running in and out of the cups all over the grill, what? like running over the counter and shit. And they're still open and they're still chugging away because that's the power yeah. of corporations. <laughs> wow. And the guy comes back. The comedian yeah. comes back. Did you save him? And Did we, he have the food and in we hand? tell him. Yeah. We tell him. And he's like, I'm so hungry. No. <laughs> and this is like probably an hour before showtime. Yeah. And we're like, now it's like 15 minutes before showtime. And I'm like, where the fuck did he go? And I walk outside and he's just sadly eating the McDonald's. Oh, yeah. He had to go. Car. He couldn't let it happen he in front of you people in the green room. And like, <laughs> but God damn. Cause like, I love like a shitty bodega or like a shitty diner, but it always feels kind of clean. It's like these other oh, places yeah. like, fuck, I completely lost my tangent. Did you ever work any fast food restaurants? No, my first job was I was a camp counselor for a bunch of rich kids at a private beach club that I will not disclose. I think I signed an agreement. They might have had me under contract. Signed, like you 15, signed an yeah, NDA. They, they have a 15-year-old signed like an NDA. You're fucking a celebrity. In case, could, yeah, in case I could dox their information on a podcast 20 years. They're thinking that far ahead at these millionaire so, beach clubs. But um, after that, I'm in food service. I worked in Caleb and Broad at the restaurant in Newport. Dishwashing, I did one shift as a line cook. And then I quit Oh, because yeah. <laughs> everyone told me like, yo, if you work a fry later, bro, grease in your face all day, it's fucking hell. And yeah, I'm just not built for it. Was that your worst job? No. Landscaping or Marshall's? Marshall's was okay. Marshall's? I got all the Ralph I could and got the fuck out of there. <laughs> I didn't hate it. Like it was just, I, I really wanted to go to a NoFX concert and they wouldn't give me the time off. And so basically at that point, it's <laughs> fuck you, bro. Like I'm not coming in anymore. Did you wear, did you wear Ralph to the, to the concert? 
I didn't even end up going to the concert. It was just the premise of it. <laughs> it was just the principle of it, but it was nice. Like, it's also crazy because there's no, like, real designer stores, like, on Aquinnick Island where I live. So, like, if you went to TJ Maxx or Marshalls, that's where people went to get fly. And if you were really cool, you went all the way to Providence Place and packs on or some shit. And then I figured out, I was like, oh, I could just order shit online and no one around me is going to have this. Yeah. And it's just wild when you're wearing clothes. That, no, you know, one no one seems happy have. working at Marshalls. Mm. Yeah, they don't. No. If you walk up and ask someone for directions, you you basically feel like you're talking to like a cop that had the worst shift. Oh like, yeah. Twelve hours in. Landscaping sounds shitty. Too. That's the only job I ever got fired from. What did you get yeah. fired for? Well, I'd always be late. I lived on a diet of like coffee, beer, and protein shakes, so I was just shitting all the <laughs> fucking time. I did manage not to shit outside. I've never shit outside of you. Oh, yeah. Tell me yeah. your story and then remind me because I think I have the worst shitting outside story. It's nothing. I, okay, well, actually, the real reason I got fired is I'm on a million-dollar property. The owner walks by with the owner of the property, millionaire. He invented Siri or some bullshit. You're just shitting I, behind a bush. No, <laughs> no, so I'm pulling out this hydrangea, and I looked at the owner of my company, and I was like, how about you make yourself useful? Help me pull this shit out of the ground. And he was like, dude, that was in front of a client. You cannot try and talk shit to me like that what is wrong with you and he fired and you for that no he fired me two weeks later after they had like run wrote me out like it's oh uh, oh he was I, like, quit, I quit the beach club job where i was just hanging out getting a tan playing chess with kids all day <laughs> because they said 17 an hour to landscape and i was like fuck yeah 17 an hour i could retire off that damn um, it's your first job so wild because you don't understand what taxes are because you think, wow, I'm going to make all this money. You add it up and you don't take that tax out of it. Bro, that's the worst thing about like trying to set up like an LLC. Like as soon oh, as I make this pie. Not yet. Oof, it's scary. Not as soon as I like set the shit up. I'm like, damn, everything is going to get taxed. Like getting paid for a comedy show. You're like, all right, but that's taxable income. Exactly. It's also really wild because then people start printing shit on their cars. Like you could put bucked up on the side of your car and write it off in your taxes Which, now because it's advertising. If you get a two-bedroom apartment, you can write off one of the bedrooms as an office. See, these are all the ins and outs. I need you to manage me and <laughs> actually make my podcast wait, turn a profit. Of wait. Yeah. Instead of talking about positive financial yeah. deals. Let me tell you about me shitting outside. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I forgot about that. And I have a pissing outside story that goes really good with it. Okay, let's hear about your outdoor shitting experience. So, you know when you first start smoking weed? Fuck. You can't, like... It always comes back to you weed. You can't... Oh, it always does. Yeah. You, you can't, can't go back home. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> smelling like weed. <laughs> like you can't because they're just gonna get mad at you for smelling like weed so, but so, also sometimes you yeah take, you do have to shit, shit but that also sounds like you're in some guerrilla warfare so you gotta forge some leaves and stuff out Bro, oh. okay so you're riding around I'm assuming you're cruising in a car I'm cruising in my car smoking by yourself yeah and I'm like oh fuck <laughs> I gotta there's shit. no McDonald's nearby with rats I could shit with <laughs> I got a shit so bad. And you know when you feel it in your stomach that it's going to be a loose one. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't go home. I yeah. don't know what to do. So I see, like, you know how, like, those little woodland paths. Yeah. I pull into the parking lot of one of the woodland paths. Yeah. And I have a, some, like, Clorox wipes. There we go. 
So, yeah. so that's not too bad. You didn't have to go find poison. Oh, I should have just shit. Yeah. I'm behind a tree. I'm like oh this. My holding it. Trying to shit. Just trying just, to cling to society. Just running Shitty down my hands. Running down my hands as I'm trying wow. to. I'm so upset. I'm high for like one of the first times. Jesus I'm Christ. So, I'm holding it. And then I just put the top on and leave it in the water. Yeah, wood. so now you're littering too. Like, so I was like, oh, is he going to take the Clorox thing full of shit back to his house? At least it'll cover up the smell of weed in front of your parents. Hey, here's a Clorox thing of shit. I have a weird thing. Whenever Wait, I, the, I, the, the last point of this. You know how there's like shit that happens that like you can't. It's like so funny, it's not even a joke. Yeah. As I'm pulling away, uh-huh. so embarrassed, right outside, there's just a sign that says no dumping. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, oh, stranger sorry, than God. fiction, you can't write that you shit. You can't it's write so, that it's, shit. And you should just go there and put a sign of you sitting over fucking Clorox. Oh. Also, Clorox, sponsor this man. He just found another use for your product, but I had this. God, there's so many shit stories, but I have this thought every time I'm like speeding home because I have to shit. Like I'm driving my car, you know, you know it's borderline. You might be a little turtle heading out. Oh, and yeah, I'm speeding. Well, you're like lifting. Yeah, you're and like- I'm speeding home, and every time I'm driving like that, I think this would be the time to get pulled over. A cop pulls me over. Oh, why are you driving so fast? And I just get out onto the asphalt and just <laughs> shit in front of him. Put the ass like, in asphalt. Yeah, and I wonder if he'd write me a ticket for that or if he would acknowledge his responsibility. That happened to me right down the road. Oh, you got pulled over out I of I got shit. pulled over speeding literally right outside of my apartment building. And the guy walks up to the window. <laughs> I feel like weed is my personality yeah. now. He goes, do I smell weed? I go... I need to shit so, so badly, badly, And bro. I pointed at my apartment yeah. building, and I go, I live right I will come there. and interact with you right after that, but this is a pressing issue. And that's the real line where they get to be like, okay, I'm human. Go shit. Yeah. Like, because that's, like, you know what also, I'm saying? Also, I am white. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember I was smoking weed with my friend, and his girlfriend went to bring us Wendy's. Like, she's white, too. Like, little white girl driving a Jeep. And, like, she gets followed into the parking lot by a cop. And we're sitting in a car smoking weed, so we're a little off-put. But the cop gets out and goes to walk up to her Jeep. And she gets out and just starts, What are you I don't feel safe right now! Oh, my God! And I've got Wendy's, like, holding up the Wendy's. Like, it's a gun or something at him. Starts calling her mom and, like, What's your batch number? I feel unsafe right now. Who the fuck are you? Why are you following me? And I was like, wow. That cop just got alpha'd real quickly. He's like, I don't want to open this can of worms. Got in his car, drove away. But <laughs> he didn't even say a word. He was like, "She's clearly bringing Wendy somewhere." I don't want to unpack this. She seems stressed out. But um, uh, so it's not a shitting outside. But I was up in New Hampshire camping one time, and you know you pee anywhere when you're outside. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're drinking a lot. Oh yeah, there's something about peeing outside that uh, just makes you feel like a man. It's great. It's really one of life's simple pleasures. Women can do anything that men can do except for peeing outside. Yeah, except feeling like peeing outside is made for them. So <laughs> I'm sitting there. Like, I go and I'm peeing on the corner of the campground, but I look down and a mosquito lands right on the head of my dick. And so I jump. I don't know why the first question that came to my mind is, are you circumcised? <laughs> Do you have the shield or no? Or is it right there? 
<laughs> yes, I am circumcised. <laughs> so I jump up, do a couple of spin moves, and run back into the bathroom where I should have been. And the mosquito didn't bite me, so not even a mosquito will suck my dick. <laughs> And I'm just grateful for that. But it's also, that was the most anxious piss of my life. So we have some scary pisses, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's also, there's another side to being able to pee outside is you could always get arrested for public urination. Mm. My dad always used to be like, if you're peeing outside and a cop comes up to you, Mm -hmm. say that you are bird watching. (laughs) (laughs) That is nuts. Last night, after all that, after all that, it's like 4 a.m., there's a donut on my car and I need to piss so bad. So I just pull over yeah. on the highway. Mm-hmm. And you know, like when Shit, you open yeah. the doors, mm-hmm. you open the passenger side yeah. doors and you're standing in between them uh-huh. and I'm just pissing. And all I think to myself is like, if this a cop pulls up God. right now, I'm just I'm like, with the bird I'm watching bird trick. Watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bird watching. You, you never hit, you never like you must drive a lot because you go to shows yeah. and shit like that. You ever you never piss in a bottle while driving? I did it once, and I will it's never. It's a little do too it messy. It's yeah, a little it's too like, messy. Yeah, yeah. It's just like owning a dog. It's great until I also you don't deal drink Gatorade. <laughs> oh yeah, Gatorades. They got that perfect size. You can't man, put you know piss into a Polar yeah, Spring bottle. Actually, when unless I, you got a pencil. <laughs> when I quit weed briefly for a few uh, New Year's, I stopped weed. <laughs> I gave my friend clean piss. For money, so he can pass a drug test <laughs> for Christmas. Oh no, yeah, exactly. Like, here's a here's your Christmas was, present. But I was way more concerned about it than he was. I was like, Yo, I'm gonna pee in this Dasani bottle. Is that okay? It says there's like minerals in the Dasani bottle. Is that gonna make them catch on or something? <laughs> Can't piss in a Dasani bottle. Yeah, bro. It's, I mean, it's already piss in there, anyways. That's probably why it pans out. You got some. You're an Essentia guy. I'm a big Essentia guy. Oh, I have my Essentia. Yeah. As soon as I quit drinking alcohol, it's four Pellegrinos a day, bro. I live for this. I like Essentia because it makes me feel like I'm doing something good for myself, but I'm really just spending more money. Yeah, exactly. You're paying for... I had a bag of Essentia. Like, you know how they got those, like, bags of wine? Set that shit up in your room, bro. Oh, you'll yeah, never be big. more fucking... You can slap the bag with it, but you'll never feel more healthy than, like, yeah, I got this shit on tap. You'll never feel... I feel like that would just make me feel like I was an alcoholic trying to chase the dragon, like oh slapping, yeah, it's slapping like... the water bag. <laughs> like... Yeah, the weird things alcoholics replace drinking with is so amazing to me. You know what I'm saying? I have someone say they do puzzles. <laughs> hey. I'm alone at the crib. I can't crush beers. I do understand that though, because I see shit. Yeah, and I'm like. Who's doing that? And I'm like, oh, happy People adults. trying happy to fill a void. No, 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 no. Happy adults don't need jack shit. People trying to fill a void and have some satisfaction in their life. That's who. Like, I love riding my bike. My bike's right up there. I love riding my bike. Really? But I don't ever see myself being like, I'm going to put on that neon outfit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to get decked out like Lance Armstrong in spandex <laughs> and fucking flick off people trying to pass me. Oh, my gosh. Do you, do you go through the cities and stuff like that? Is it like... Not really. Because I love the idea of riding a bike, but it's like dangerous. I like going to the bike path, honestly. Oh, yeah. That's the place the to bike do it. Path but it's, is like, the, it's flat. My favorite one is seeing someone that clearly got a DUI with a 30-pack on the back of their bike oh, yeah. heading to or from work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. I was doing... The first show I ever got booked on was in um, Warwick, Rhode Island. A lot of Rhode Island stories. 
I mean, it's where I'm from, so it works. Are you from Warwick? Uh, no, I'm from Newport, but Rhode Island in general, it's all one Ex- place. Man. Excuse like, me, Newport's much better. Oh, something. Oh, people won't see this. I'm on the Newport Rogue Island Comedy Festival. Oh no, weekend. Rogue Island. Are you playing like the Jane Pickett's or what, what part are you? I'm doing um on Monday. I'm doing the top of Pelham. Oh, that's sick. No, yeah. it's really nice. That used to be a uh, used to be the only club on the island called Studio Three. They made really strong drinks, but it's it's a nice space. I really like, and I love Rogue Island Comedy. I work all weekend, so I never get to go see it but it's like awesome that they're putting on for that shit and i really i think it's so amazing we're growing up in like a really strange time for comedy because everyone's staring at their phones all day so actually having people look at you it's a whole new experience for them even before you even open your mouth because they're focusing on a real human being instead of a screen I'm an only child. I want. I'm an only child of divorce. Like I need that attention. Like, divorce. <laughs> that 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 always gets a hit when I'm at the open mic. I'm no like, longer reading your mom's children book. of divorce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want a healthy relationship after. <laughs> that is so rude. Yeah, no, no, it's completely fine. Honestly, the fact I gave you the book is worse because I should have forced you to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Just sent me the Amazon. Yeah, exactly. But it's, oh um, my god. But uh. So, so do you think being an only child, you wanted attention, and that's why you got into comedy? One hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. We all wanted that gratification. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just, I, I really just want to be understood. I want to be able to like say what I'm thinking out loud and be like, yeah, people comprehend this. I'm not crazy. <laughs> yeah. But it sh- is tough because like the podcast you do, and then you're like. Damn, I talked about my feelings today. Yeah. You're like, yeah, it's not like self-help. You know exactly. I mean? But it's like, also, well, no, it is because if you're working through your shit, people see you working through it and maybe they empathize. And maybe it makes them feel better that they could share about their shit. But it's also the line of like, okay, am I going to trauma dump at this open mic or am I going to tell people things they want to hear, bro? That's when you start comedy, you just want to get shit off your chest. Yeah, bro. And then you're like, oh, these people don't want to hear what's on my chest. Yeah, they don't want to hear that, bro. They want to hear some dick jokes. They don't want to hear that. Let's hear about the shit, bro. (laughs) Do you, you don't like listening to your podcast. Can you listen to your stand up? Yeah. The stand up's good because it's like short bursts. And if, like, I'm up there, I'm so overstimulated, I can't even process if people are laughing sometimes. Afterwards, I can see how something went over better. But I'm also. I'm not too good about recording my sets, bro. My best set of all time, I definitely did record. What is the difference between doing stand-up like sober versus when you were drunk? Having a cohesive idea. It felt like uh, like driving a car with your eyes closed if I got blackout drunk and like I had an idea getting up there. Yeah. And then it, the same thing happened with weed, too. I'd be like, it's good because it'll put me on a tangent. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like not might not make sense it's not objective but that but when you mentioned getting shit off your chest i brought my friend to an open mic and he was on acid and he's like bro they're just sad posting in real life right now <laughs> yes <laughs> they're literally That's sharing open, i yeah yeah like when i brought my girl to I, i've only brought her to one open it's mic. awful right like and you shouldn't bring like, your, you shouldn't bring a significant other shouldn't bring anyone who's not a comedian to an open mic they won't get it they won't get it yeah because it's like it's like yeah, watching someone practice guitar and it's, and hoping that it's going to sound good. Yeah, exactly. You know, what I mean, like, it's like or that's, someone that's shitty at guitar trying to impress yeah. you playing. You're like, oh fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, do you still play bass? Yeah, I pick it up from time to time. It's really like I never memorized like sheet music. I just learned tabs and imitated like riffs I like. 
fucking Metallica is good. Primus is good. But it's also, they say if you learn an instrument, it ruins music for you because you're trying to figure out like what that musician's doing with it. Isn't that everything though? Yeah. It's just like comedy, anything. Like, you know what I'm saying? You start picking it apart. And I actually really like your medium because like you take this love of rap music and you just, it's positivity. And like, meanwhile, the guy like, the needle drop. I don't know if he likes music or not, bro. Yeah. Cause it's just critiquing and it's critiquing and tearing down. And it's really like a positive mindset. It can all be love. Art can exist without critics. We don't yeah. need fucking people tearing down your shit. No, bro. if you don't like it, don't pay attention exactly. to it. Exactly. People want me to do like album reviews and it's like, dude, I, I like that. Be, like, I don't want to put a number on it and hurt someone's feelings. So like, if someone did that to my comedy, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> what if someone did it after sex? They were like, yeah, I was about a four out of 10 tonight, baby. You better step it up. When I started my podcast, there was a podcast that just talked shit about my podcast. That's so awesome. Like I'd literally they would, would play off my that. Podcast, I would listen to their shit all the time. talking shit about it. And it's kind of like, they were my biggest fans in the yeah, beginning because exactly. I had no one listening to it and yeah. they were talking shit. Now I have fans and they don't do it yeah, anymore. Exactly. Like I said, they fall <laughs> off after like six months of making yeah. fun of you, bro. But I would love that. Like the closer I am with someone, most of my good friends, they're the ones that belittle me. And like the more vile an insult they can throw at you, the oh, closer yeah. you are as friends. But Brianna Woodward and Al Christakis are two of my best friends. Yep. Two of my best friends in the whole world. I had someone listen to their episode of the podcast yeah. and call me up. They were like, Sam, why would you have people on the podcast that hate you? <laughs> that's how people, like, that's how us broken people show affection. Yeah, that's that's how us damaged people kid. interact. <laughs> God damn. But uh, yeah, so like, I really, I was safe from like being pessimistic and elitist and like really like, like I said, the needle drops critical of people or critical of music. My brother was in a metal band and he was like, yeah, we used to just be assholes and say everyone else's music sucked. And then we realized we could have booked a lot more shows if we weren't standing in the back being douchebags, bro. And <laughs> That's a good advice. No, it's <laughs> damn good advice, especially if you want to be a creative because anyone you alienate like. Like, sure, you don't have to, like, shake every hand and hug everyone and ask about their day, but, like, just don't be an asshole. You also don't have Decent to enjoy everything, yeah. and that doesn't mean you're going to talk shit about it, or even not, like, there's people's comedy or people's stuff that I don't like, but I respect them. Yeah, or you can see where they're coming from, or exactly. things like that. Like, it's just, like, I don't know. That's a, it's the tree. It's the golden rule. Treat others how you want to be treated. I exactly. hope that's how if you put love mind. out into the world, you'll get love back. You put critiquing out into the world. You're going to get fucking critique, yeah. but people are going to hate no matter what. Oh yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Honestly, the hate feels better than the love. At least it's real. You're spitting bars out here. Nah, I, I, I just basically take like rap lines and they float around my head. And I'm like, that was acclable. Just spit that hey, shit out. It's gr they're the most like condensed down ways to understand information. Oh, yeah, exactly. I think it's no, I honestly think it's probably the best form of storytelling. Like some 808s on the back or like fucking dude. If you listen to the early outcast shit, all that stuff are just painting narratives because it also has the replayability because of the rhythm and like the music of it. But I digress. We're getting a little nerdy. So who is, there's a clip. Someone's, someone was talking about smoking weed. They were like, yeah, I see smoking weed. It's like, you're just burning the money. There's a clip for your pod. No, I like how you I, I no, like that. I saw that clip, bro. It was before I even like talked to you about being on the podcast. And I was like, that's so fucking real. That's it is so real, but that relevant. clip went viral. Yeah. And so many people are like, 
He has a hundred thousand dollar chain on yeah. and a Burberry mask. No, but <laughs> which hey, great God, I love great God. He's an yeah. amazing rapper. But, but it is funny because I thought he was right. Well, also I agree yeah, with what also, he was saying. He could liquidate that mask and chain and get the money that he needs out of it. Yeah, you, you can't liquidate. Weed. You yeah, can't. You can't like. All you could do is burn that weed and you maybe sell it. Pull a joint out of your mouth. You know. No, but it's really crazy because it really took like okay, do you really need weed? Like, and also it's a resource. You're spending this resource to make yourself more comfortable when you could be helping people with that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like taking care of ourselves and what we think we need versus being able to help others because we're in a very like buy centric, like we're just buying things to make ourselves happy when there are people that need money, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he was talking about, trying to help people and oh god it sounded so much better in my head you know no, man? but it's i like, think that goes back to what we were talking about earlier and yeah. i'm happy we got to bring it back to this point about oh, how yeah. people do everything not to follow what they want to do oh yeah there's it's resistance it's like literally like it's like fear. i will how the reason i really wanted to stop was because i'd be like i want to work out in the morning i love working oh, out in god, the morning, yeah. but then i'm like well i want to smoke before I work out. Exactly. So that's another 40 minutes. And then like, I want to smoke so much that I don't want to work out anymore. And what? that's like, <laughs> you know, Yeah. the funny thing with quitting alcohol and weed for a little while was I realized it wasn't even really a drinking problem or a smoking problem. I have a spending problem. Mm, <laughs> it feels I, I inherited from money, my, yeah. Oh dude. It's just like, I'm having a shitty day. I just blow a hundred dollars on something stupid and I am giddy. You see how many I, hoodies I have fucking up there? Vinyl records, bro. 110 of them. I haven't even listened to them all, bro. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I'm still ordering fucking shit. Like the worst one of my, I hate buying a hoodie that yeah. I spent way too much money on and yeah. it doesn't fit. Cause you can't oh return my merch. God. You well, can't no, return. you have a girlfriend now. You can just give that I to do, her. Yeah. You know she has all my hoodies yeah. that don't fit. See, I've just got a stockpile of clothes. That's I'm why I like, fat, I like fat rappers. Cause I know I'm going to oh, fit yeah. in they their know merch. They got those biggie sizes. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? They got the big sizes, No, baby. because there's a bunch of shit. Like when Jordan, my friend made these chains, he got one for uh, Joey, the rapper, you know, he's out of Providence, J-O-E-Y-Y. Yeah, 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 I know, yeah. I, I was just with him a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I heard he's a nice guy, I haven't met him, I met like Woody dude. and Julian around him, but, so Jordan gave him a chain, he was like, Yo, that chain's not gonna fit around my neck, bro. <laughs> no, really? Yeah. And it's a legitimate concern, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't, didn't even think about that. And then, that. Every, when we're in high school, everyone's making clothes, and no one's like, and like, my brother's like, oh, I want one, you make double XL? Fuck no, they didn't make double XL unless they custom ordered it. Like, it's bro, I have crazy, to custom order bro. my pants. My is, pants are 46, 36. It's crazy because like, and then is it more fabric? Is it more expensive? Like making this extra It's not even that it's like, more expensive. It's just they're not going to make that size because there's not many motherfuckers yeah, shaped like a pair that are 6'4". Uh, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, god damn. Getting fitted for a suit. Must feel real thin. nice. Shut the fuck up. No, it must feel <laughs> I'm nice. Sorry. I'm just thinking, oh, yeah. No, honestly, like, you can yeah. Fit, you can get clothes anywhere. Oh, uh, yeah, it's great. I go We're to literally Savers. using the Sam's clothes that are too small. Oh, yeah. To hold the, <laughs> to hold the soundboard. Yep. But shit, yeah, I can go to Savers. I go from 30 to 34. You know what I'm saying? It's a real freeing Your feeling. Your pants size is what, 30? 34. 34. I, 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 like, that means, think about size-wise. Yeah. Inches. Mm-hmm. That means my pant size mm-hmm. is your pants plus a 12-inch subway sandwich <laughs> attached to the side of fabric. Did you? Uh, my brother taught me a trick with pant sizes, though. If you want to see if pants fit you, you take them and you wrap them around your neck. And then you tie them 
Apparently. Then you hang yourself because <laughs> you you're never fitting in those pants. Yeah. Oh, my God. I went to a... <laughs> I hate denying, like, I had a pair of pants that, like, were a little too tight. Like, I tried them on there, and she's like, the lady selling them to me at the vintage store is like, no, they look good. They look solid. And then I walk, and more importantly, sit down, and I'm like, holy fuck my balls! Holy crap, they're just being crushed! It feels like a clam shut on there! Fucking. And then I went back and returned them, of course, but, like, Trying to like force yourself into something just because it just looks love good. My, you know I want my saying? neighbors to have heard. Oh, dude, holy <laughs> fuck my balls. Yeah, we're doing <laughs> cock and ball torture in this garage, in garage. if you didn't know. <laughs> that's like me when I wear pants. I'll try them on and yeah. I'll be like, ooh, that's fine. Yeah, and then I'll sit down, and my I have the ass of an Atlanta stripper. Like my <laughs> ass is so big that every pants then just like I plumber crack. Oh yeah, shit. it just comes down. Uh, Mike, I, if you own a sedan, if you have a sedan, and I take a ride with you, you're seeing my ass. Like get out of the car. <laughs> like you're seeing my whole. You're seeing my ass. You ever think of uh, going high waisted jeans trying to combat that? <laughs> like, I have to pull my pants up high, but then they oh, look the like high water is the worst thing in the world. God damn it, bro. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but uh, dude, we have 10 fingers, 10 toes, two working eyes. A scrotum. I can't, I can't complain too much. Yeah, my dick works. <laughs> That's the funny thing about all the hymns commercials. They're all like, yeah, we're going to fix your dick, your hair, and your anxiety. Those well, that's are the, the three crazy things thing. they want to fix. That's the crazy thing is because I used to take the pills for my hair. Yeah. I don't anymore mm-hmm. um, because they fuck with your libido. No shit. They it's just, fuck with your libido. Really? So it lowers your sex drive. No, but it also helps them selling shit because now they're selling you Viagra. That's literally like, I what I mean. Hair. It's oh like, my gosh. so you take that, you take the hair shit and then you're like, well, now I'm not getting hard. So I have to take the, and I never took the dick pills, but then yeah. it's like, oh, I got to take the dick pills. And then you're anxious that you're taking the, the dick two. Pills. And, and it's like, double it's like, bro, pressure, it's like bro. Bic. It's like Bic. Bic yeah. and Hims have figured. If there's two companies I wish I could have invented, it's oh, yeah. Bic and Hims. Because they're Hims. just pounding on everyone's anxieties Bic, and fears and self conscious oh. Bic, what two items do you lose more than anything? Lighters and pens. And that's literally. You also got razors, bro. And razors and, are key. They make and some that's the what they make. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Uh, and then people steal your lighters all the time and bullshit. It's fucking, they're great companies. But you ever take a gas station dick pill? Never. Never, me either. I had a friend <laughs> that's a proponent of them, though. I feel like you have. No. And if I said yes, you would have said no, yes. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm scared of that because what, like, it's just like habit forming, bro. It's like if you take too much melatonin, your body stops producing it. But that is the thing. I, I have thought about taking a gas station dick pill. I know how addictive a Their marketing is so great. You're an addictive person? I'm such an addictive personality that I just, like, can't let myself test things. (laughs) It was really funny because, like, I remember David Cross had a story where he talked about he did crack one time. Just once. In, like, Europe or something. He was hanging out with a bunch of, like, guitarists or something. He was like, yeah, I trust my willpower. (laughs) Just did it once. Felt the crack. And moved on. I don't think I could do no, that. No, not if at I all. I did crack once. I was no. living in this garage yeah, doing exactly. crack. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you would have been on the Bronx staring, at, a comedian, <laughs> staring at comedians and fucking uh, pop tires. I would rob. This is the, oh my God. Yeah. One more funny part of this story that Go I wish it. I included. Yes. Damn, we've done an hour 20. This has been uh, a dope I, one. I'm hey, going to keep going you. until you kick me out, man. Dude, thanks don't for coming. Don't worry. I, um, so, we're bringing a bunch of like, Priceless, priceless artwork. Okay. Last night. 
Wait, really? Like canvases or like yeah, in frames, like in gold, like you know, like beautiful ornate, frames, like ornate yeah. frames, beautiful. Yeah, and they're in the back seat, so we have to take them out to get the tire out of the truck. So all these fiends <laughs> sitting on the side of the road, the, they would have no idea what to do with that. It's just like, oh my with god. Art. Oh my god! No, but if he just sees it, it's so beautiful. He has to grab it. He needs it in his little crack dead. <laughs> Imagine oh. having a fucking piece of art. That's what I miss from the eighties. It's like all like Rick. You weren't James. alive in the eighties. No, like but the concept of like they show pictures of Rick James' house. Like every room is a different color shag carpet. And aesthetic, <laughs> like it's just like if you walk through there, you just feel like you're on drugs without the drugs. It sounds awesome, but um, oh, that's that's why I find it so funny being in trap houses because I'm like, dude, this these dudes are making more money than I could ever imagine. And I, we're in like uh, we're in a trap house right no, now. Yeah, or like my friend told me like his they were in a abandoned house and bro just set up an xbox because he was trapping there so much so you just had to, to make it feel like home you just say that's what makes it a trap home is killing people in call of duty when you drive through detroit i've mm. spent a lot of time in detroit and when you drive through like the bad areas of detroit yeah. there'll be like all the abandoned houses that you see and then there'll just be one like boarded up abandoned house with smoke coming out yeah, of the chimney. That's a factory, bro. They're working. No, but I feel the same thing. I'm, I'm like around my friends making music a lot and I'm just like, yeah, I'm chilling in the corner, reading a book, trying to write my little jokes, bro. And I'm like, why am I? Because you're in, stu- you're a comedian. You're in, yeah. in a lot of studio sessions. Do you feel like out of place ever? Or is oh, it just all like, the time. But like, you like it there. It's I do like, like it. You enjoy it the is- energy and like, yeah. It's funny because they'll introduce me to like real gangsters. Oh, yeah. Because like I don't rap, so they can't be like, they'll be like, meet Sam. He says crazy shit. Yeah. Like that's like, how they intro- They think I'm weird. Like they're like, no, yeah, because I'm just saying weird shit. But you're like, different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you're alien to them, they're interested and they'll keep you around. Like, you know what but I'm saying? But I also saying? grew like, up in Fitchburg, the town over, like the city over, like the next city over oh, I yeah. grew up in. And that was like a real city. So. It's so funny that everything, it's like that Scarface, everything relates back to drug dealing. Exactly. It's like everything well, is connected. Tax-free like, money that actually pays your bills. That's what yeah. it's all about. No one, no one's different. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, people are different. No, we we're all, all have different. The, like, there's stone cold sober people out there that didn't hit weed once and have every dollar that we spent. That's so nuts to me that they just have it's that. It's like discipline. a fat, uh, being poor and sober is yeah. like being fat and vegan. <laughs> Like you're trying, but you're not. You know what I'm you're saying? You're not like, doing it properly. Yeah, there's the effort. It's like you're trying to. It's like when you go to the health food store and you see people that look like they're like actively trying to detox drugs. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? It's either never done a drug in their life or like they're on meth right now in this health food store. Look at green juice, trying to get all their nutrients and as little food as possible because they can't fucking eat. The person. Oh my god. Yeah. Or the person working. Oh. They're just fucked up. You oh, ever yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they're like, the acid guy at the Whole Foods place It's just like, yeah, yeah, okay. This is awful. My friend told me that he would used to work at Subway. <laughs> he would just do hella ketamine. Oh, and my And he would gosh. just be making subs and K-holes. That is one <laughs> that I'm scared of. Like, have you ever done ketamine? No. And that is one I never want to do because I'm like, they don't even care about the drugs they feed us. Do you think they care about cat drugs? Yeah, ketamine drugs, crazy. bro. Like, I, I saw my friend. My friend did ketamine. He's like, I'm going to do a fat gagger. That's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like so unappealing. Like, yeah. Uh, and then he's like, I was like, what, what about 
ketamine do you like? Like, what about doing a... He's it's a like, full disassociation, He's I like, think. when I do a fat gagger, I just <laughs> take my shirt off, get on the ground, and roll around like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, like... what? It's like when I talk about working weddings, and I'm like, I'm creating this moment of peace and harmony between two families coming together, and it's the same voice they use to talk about their love of ketamine. <laughs> How many of the weddings you've worked for have ended happily? <laughs> Well, it's a 50% divorce rate, but we, we just get them married to get them out of there. You should keep a, keep track. Oh, yeah, trust me. But, oh, my gosh. It's great, and it's really nice because no one wants to fuck up the party. Everyone's really, you know what I'm saying? Have like, you ever been to a wedding that was bad? Like, someone's mm. like, or no, have they all been pretty good? I've seen weddings go bad. <laughs> like what? I've seen, like... Oh, the mother of the bride and the father of the bride are divorced. He brought his new girlfriend. She's losing her fucking mind. I started out as a wait staff, and I was standing with a tray of champagne. I actively dumped the tray of champagne onto a bridesmaid by accident. Full tray of champagne, moment she walked into the wedding, just soaked. I ruined that woman's night, easily. <laughs> Did she freak out? Oh, uh, they're all very nice. They don't want to fuck up the party, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But still, I was like, but in damn. the eyes. You can yeah. tell in the like, eyes. Oh, yeah. She wants to fucking wring my neck and not tip me. <laughs> but it's also, there's a lot of ambulances that show up. People that like get really drunk and like got to get taken out. Yeah. Uh, I never saw it, but uh, there's a DJ that like died at a wedding they were working. <laughs> and could you imagine like, but he was all like so lowly, progressively getting worse. And he made it to the very end. He's loading up his car. It just dropped. In oh, front he of died. The groom, like right there, <laughs> no. bro. I thought he like fell like on the DJ booth and it was like the track was skipping and they thought he was doing like, he's like, oh my whoa, gosh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then they're like, Dude. all right, is he going to like break but, into the next song? Yeah, but it's really like, <laughs> shit, just, is this a skit? But it's he's uh, dude. dead on the fucking... I hear the worst playlist of all time and it's really, anyone can be a DJ. That's the great thing about oh. 2023. <laughs> if it's Uptown Funk, Dance With Somebody... And uh, I heard WAP at a wedding. That's all you Yeah, need. that's fucking that's insane. Like, that was actually the craziest wedding I think I've been to. I could never be a DJ because I remember my dad had me DJ my oh, stepmom's 40th birthday party. Because I was so like, I think you just want me to be a part of it. You're coming out to was, love Sosa, get out there. I was such a loner that I thought it would be like, well, if he's doing something at the party, then it'll be fun. He'll but feel like he belongs. We'll give him a job. He can fuck up. Little does he know, I'm only going to play the music I want to play. Dude. So all these older people are coming up like, hey, can you play like... A Crosby stills. Oh Nash. yeah, exactly. Like, and you're like, and I'm like, no, no, no. no. It's Benny the Butcher all day, baby. <laughs> I'm just playing. God fucking, damn it! It was probably 2013, 2014. Dude, like, just Chief Keef, Lil that, Wayne, and Two Chains. That's this, the like, oh my old gosh. Person. It's the worst showing people things. Like, because that's the, the big thing they're doing. A DJ, you're trying to put people onto new music that they'll like. Yeah. But, like, it's the most anxiety-ridden thing, like, showing a music video or a movie or a song to someone because you're just sitting there. You like it, Sam? You enjoying this? Well, that's Is it good? <laughs> and now there's pressure on you, there's pressure on them, and no one's enjoying the fucking experience. That's really the problem with asking someone to tell you a joke. It's because oh, yeah. if they don't react, you're just going to feel 100% And there's nothing worse than the, like, okay, second late, fake aha so they don't feel bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Um, I have one joke. You know who Fat Trail is? No. The rapper out of D.C. He was, like, signed to Rick Ross. I live under a rock, but Maybach music is... Rick Ross got me through high school, bro. I listened to Hold Me Back, his remix of Don't Like... Oh, my God. I love Rick Ross. So, Fat Trail... I'm in... I'm yeah. at Atlantic Records, a co- like, a month ago. Yeah. And they have, like, a smoking studio. So, we're all smoking oh, in the smoker studio. Right, I'll, be, I'll be cool on your podcast. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to cough up my lung, but go ahead. Continue. We're smoking. And he goes, you're a comedian. And I'm like, yeah. He goes, like, tell me a joke. Turn on the funny. And we're all, and it's like all these rappers that I love and all the executives from Atlantic Records. And I only have one joke, one one one-liner. Because I don't like telling, like, street jokes. So I want to say something that I actually, like, have. So I have one, like, one-liner. Yeah. But it's so divisive. And you can't dox it right now because you're, I'll do it. I don't give a let's fuck. Hear it. Like, let's I'll go. say it. But One liner I from Sam Buck. I'm gonna steal for my fucking every time. I go a mil. <laughs> I no. I go. <clears throat> milfs are like the used cars of women. So what if they have a few dents? They fit a family inside of it. <laughs> And then there was just like dead silence for a second, and then they all started laughing, and I was like, "Oh thank uh, God! Oh thank and God!" Then I, and then I got oh, signed by Atlantic God. Records to a four-album deal <laughs> off of my Bill's joke. <laughs> I, had, I had a good one that I stole off of a fucking. Uh, it was some random video before TikTok and all this bullshit. It was a, "Are you a haunted house?" Because I'd scream if I came inside you. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. That's a good it's pickup line. Yeah, that was the oh. Pickup lines all day. That was the only fun part about Tinder was just showcasing all this. What's the most stupid thing I could say to somebody? What was the most stupid thing you've said to someone on Tinder? Um, Nice eyes, let's fuck. But no, 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 no. If I said you had a nice body, would you hold it against me? (laughs) Stolen from Nights at the Roxbury. Podcast is over. Podcast is over. (laughs) That actually would be a great moment. Should I cut it right there? (laughs) No, I'm just, I want you, you already did your plugs. We already, you're a better podcaster than me. Oh, yeah. So you're going to be at Rogue Island Comedy Festival. I'm headlining Nick's Comedy Stop um, September 1st and 2nd. I got Dame FK. Fuck yeah, I love um, Dame. Hosting. Shout out Dame, shout out Hygiene. I forgot to shout them out. He he got me my first fucking uh, hosting gig. We chopped it up the other day. I saw Dame's first comedy show ever. No I didn't shit. even do comedy. Yeah. He was there. And my dad, for some reason, I was dying as comedy. My dad yeah. goes, go take a picture with exactly. him. Exactly. I have a picture of Dame. His first me. night doing His comedy. His first night doing comedy. I didn't even do see, comedy like before we knew each other. that's just like, the magical coincidence that happened, man. And uh, let's see. Oh, I'm going to just... So it's Dame. Sorry, I just want to say it. Dame, Al Christakis, Brianna Woodward. I'm headlining Nick's Comedy Stop. Cold-blooded murderers. I'd love to go to that show. That'd be sick. Let, go, bro. Yeah. Nick's Comedy Stop in Boston. It'll be a legendary Boston. show. All right, let me know the date and I'll try and get out there. Um, I'm going to Japan. I'm going to try and record something You're out there. Japan? Oh, yeah. I'm going... I've always wanted to go to Japan. Yeah, for a month. Like, I have a former coworker. She lives out there and teaches English. And she was like, yo. Just come crash with me. And I was like, that's cheap. That's great. It's awesome. What are you going to do out there? Uh, I'm going to hit all the major cities. Like, uh, we're going to send a few nights in Tokyo. There's a giant golden boot I want to see. Uh, it's out of season for me to go to Mount Fuji. So I'm going to go to like a hot spring with views of it and just kind of enjoy from a distance. 
Uh, I'm going to eat that puffer fish that they say might kill you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to feel alive, man. That's all we're doing. This podcast is going to go viral if you die in Japan. <laughs> oh, it's great. And he, he foreshadowed it. Um, but, oh, also, I plan on, uh, there's a Tokyo Comedy Club. I'm going to bum rush, act like I'm a real comedian from the West and see if they like me just because I'm a goofy fun. white guy. But, yeah. Like an expat comedy show? Or is it like they're you know, What's Japanese. an expat comedy show? Like people who move from America, like they speak English. Oh, yeah. Sure, let's see. Fuck it. I don't know. And, uh, <laughs> Do I think you know any I just, Japanese? No. She speaks Japanese fluently, so I got a translator. I'm going to wear a suit. would be tough if she was a teacher oh, yeah. at 10. I'm going to end up like a exec and say this is my translator everywhere I go. So You're I'm never going to come suit. back. Yeah, I probably will I've always won't. wanted to go to Japan. Dude, it's, I don't know. It's great. Tokyo's What's the furthest the you've gotten from city. your hometown? Um, Barcelona. Probably Spain. Spain's pretty good. I got to Greece in high school. That was sick. Well, I'd like to go to Greece. Yeah, like the islands. It's Scotland. like literally, I'd like to retire there. Spain's farther yeah. than Scotland, right? They're on the same, like, ah, where's Barcelona in Spain? You're floating right above it. No, no, no. Scotland's further. Yeah. What'd you like more if you had to retire to one of the areas? I did like Scotland, but I'm an American through and through. I, I like I like American media too much. Like oh, yeah. when I go over there, I just miss like they don't have ice and shit in Europe. It's a really <laughs> yo, yo, weird. Yo, my girl vibe, just got bro. back from Ireland, yeah. and she's like, "Bro, they don't have ice." They don't over have there. ice. Like it's the little things that like, ah, oh, that's what makes us special. America, frozen water. Drinks and ice. Okay, we can cut it there. <laughs> Thank Peace you, out, Sam. Everyone. Love you dearly. <laughs> Is that you talking? Watch it. I made this coffee mug. Maybe I'll do another run. Don't have any more right now. Blah, blah, blah. Buy his mom's book. Buy my mom's book, Donna Levesque. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,